yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all texting in all your songs and stuff. I think Don't Stand So Close to Me is probably, uh, thank you, Chase. That worked out really good right there. That was beautiful. I love that. Well, I hope you had a good week. Did you have a good week? Ah. Well, you might figure out why you're still here on earth today. That's what we're going to work on. But I'll tell you this. If you had a good week, it's probably because you did something good for you or somebody did good, or something good for yourself or somebody did something good for you. Uh, let's just go ahead and get this out. Good does not exist on its own. Uh, it has to be brought. And so we're going to talk about some of that. Hey, I've been watching some of the good. Uh, I really am amazed at what we get to do. And I, I think it's some accidental good that is happening. Uh, this isn't always going to be this way, by the way. We're going to, uh, one day everything will go to normal, just letting you know. And that will be good for all of us. But I'm enjoying what we're getting to do, the things that we did not plan and we did not ask for, and we're actually getting to do some things with people that we probably would have never done. I would have never dreamed we would have been selling, been selling chicken uh, <laughs> at Marathon, and we would stop traffic on 153 so people could buy chicken. Now, I did, a, I did something on that day. I walked all the way down Row Road, and I talked to people because nobody could move. So I walked all the way down Row Road and back, and I got to talk to people and uh, most people are just glad to have chicken, you know, just glad to be there. So, so we were doing some good, and that, this is what we're going to talk about. I think, how do we serve? Now, let's, let's talk about this. If you're going to serve, you got to get ready for the swerve. And Jesus was the master of the swerve. And you'll see this as we get into this. But I think if you go to the app right now and you go on driving, and you can pull up my notes and you can see what's happening. If you hadn't downloaded the app, that would be awesome. If you're watching me and you're on the lake, you can do all of this right there. It can, it can happen for you. So let's do something. I'm going to tell you what Jesus asked us to do and why we're still here. And so you probably may be doing some good for other people, and that's not an accidental good. It has to be planned. It has to be done. Let me say this up front. Good does not happen on its own where we live. So there's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why God has left us in this place and where we are. So it doesn't happen on its own. Somebody has to bring it. And so I thought I'd tell you what he said about us before I tell you what he told us to do. Because Jesus was the master of this one-on-one, face-to-face, serving people and being in the moment and being present. And that's where we are now. We're finding ourselves in places we've never been and doing things we've never done. And so the thought would be, how am I reaching? How am I serving the one in front of me? Am I I even bringing good to anyone or anybody? Now, we understand all the things that have happened and where we are. The opportunity to do more good now is available. It's in different ways. We have people, when we think about serving, you only think serving at church. But now we're not actually in the building. We're actually in the cars. And now we have people, if you would wave at the people that are serving around you, they can't hear me. They can't hear me. But they're the ones serving. You'll see them, the parking team, those kind of things. So there's always the opportunity to do something good if you're paying attention. And it's just not going to actually fall in your lap. It'll have to be done. So let me tell you what God says about us so that you understand why he's asking us to do what he's doing. He said, it's because of this great love that God has for us that he did what he did. So this isn't about God's mad at us anymore. He doesn't, he's not trying to hurt us. All those things, 
that uh, religiously we've heard before, this is all changed now because of Jesus Christ. So he said, okay, because I love you and his rich mercy made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in trespasses, it is by grace you have been saved. So even in, he said we were dead and then we were made alive because of Jesus Christ. So things have changed for us and it's different and things are going to be different for us. And God raised up with Christ and seated us with him in the heaven and the realms in Christ Jesus, in the heavenly realms of Christ Jesus. So what he's done, he's not only made us alive, but he's given us what Jesus Christ has. So there's, there's things that are out there that we have not yet been able to see. In order that, that the coming ages, he might, be, might show the incomprehensible or incomparable riches of his grace. Let me help you with the word. The things he's telling us in this verse, you haven't thought of yet that I'm going to give you. Because your, your mind and my mind cannot think that. It is not in us to think how God is and what God is going to do and what he's going to give. So he's doing, he's doing a lot of things to get to us and to love us. And now he's done something really interesting, which we call grace. So that is God's part when it comes to this. An expression of kindness to us in Christ Jesus, for it is by grace, this is what I love, it is by grace that he has saved us. And it is by faith that we accept that. So let's go ahead and understand what he did. He decided that he wanted to love you and to love me. In order to get to us, God created something called grace. So on his part of salvation, that's what you get. That's his part, and your part is called faith. So with those two things happening, now we're in position to do what he's really wanting us to do while we're here. So now we have the grace part that God has provided through Jesus Christ, and now we have the faith part that you provided, and now I have become a child of God, and now he's given me something to do. He's given me something to do that's not on earth. What we've been asked to do is not natural for us, and it's not natural for it to be on this earth, but you are the ones that will be carrying this, and he's asked us to do that. Let me read this to you. He said, uh, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works. He just said we were not created just to work. I want you all to get that. We're not created just to work, but to do good works. Let me help you one more time. Good does not happen on its own. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? It does not, under, it does not happen on its own. It has to be done by you. It has to be done by somebody because good does not exist without God and it does not exist without us. So something has to happen. So he said, I've made some things in advance for you to do, some good works. Prepared in advance for us in Ephesians 2.10. Let me give you the word, uh, pomea. I'll just say it's a Greek word, pomea. What it really means, so I need you to understand, he has crafted us and specially assigned us to do these good things because we're the only one that's going to bring good on this earth. Now, let's think about that just for a minute. Without, with the existence of good, there's an existence of evil. With that, it goes back and forth. We would never know the good without the evil, but we are born into a place, and this is why he did this. This was so cool. He did this 
so that you and I, and this is why he chose us, that we could bring the good to people who would never understand what it looked like and how God loves them because of the way we serve. And so this is not an accident. If you had a good week, it's not an accident. Either you caused it for yourself or somebody brought it to you. So if I am praying for you, listen to this how it works. If I say, I want you to have a good week, I want you to understand where Jesus is coming from. If I'm wanting you to have a good week, then I am praying that something, someone is going to bring good to you. That's what I'm praying. I'm not praying that everything goes right and everything's going to work out and you're going to get your chicken. That's not what I'm praying. I'm praying that something, that something good is going to happen to you because somebody in your life or you are going to bring it. That's called having a good week. So if you had a good week, then something happened that happened for you. So let's think about this. We're going to bring the good. Let's think about this. If we know that evil exists, and we know it does because we're born that way, and we don't have to, listen, we don't have to try to lie or learn to lie. We're good at it. We're just really good at being bad. We really are. And if you want to be good, you're going to have to work at it because something good has to happen, and it's an intentional thing. Now, listen, you don't have to be a Christian Think about this, and you don't have to be the church to serve. You don't even have to believe in God to do something good on this earth. You don't. There's something we do that nobody else does. But if you, and I looked this up in the Depression in 1930, this was an amazing stat. They had a, a soup kitchen in Chicago that served three meals a day, hot meals a day, uh, to thousands of people. And it was not run by a church, and it was not run by the government. It was run by Al Capone. So he did a lot of good, but all he gave them was food. And so you think, well, that guy was crazy. Yeah, and he was not, he was not a very nice man. But I'm saying anybody can do good, but then this is where we come in, and this is what Jesus was asking us. I've planned things for you to do good in advance so that you could move the kingdom, so people would know and understand I love them then I'm not going to hurt them anymore, and I'm not after them. I just want to love, and I want to be with them. So Jesus did something, and here's what I would say to you, is that you need to, or who's the one that you can serve? Who's the one that you can bring good to? Now, we're not talking about thousands or many. We're just talking about one. And since you're in your own house and you're shelter in place mostly, uh, think about this, what I'm saying. What is the good that you can bring every day and every week. You're the one that's going to have to do it. I think just praying that God, you know, give me a good day, how does that work? And the way people find Jesus Christ is the way we love, and this is what he said, and the way we serve. And it's the one-on-one. Jesus Christ was only here for a little while, and this was so interesting. He was in here, he was only here for a little while, and he never, listen, he never went by somebody and just overlooked them. He always paid attention to what was going on and who was in front of him at that moment. So if you're going to serve, you got to get ready to swerve because this is what Jesus Christ did. He did it over and over again. Now, I want to say what happened. This is what's really interesting with what he did. I don't know if, you're, if you've ever been to the lake and you want to go back. I'm sure you do. So if you're on the lake, you know how your voice can carry over the water. It's like skipping rocks. It's like over the water. Your voice carries. So Jesus would get like in a boat, like say I'm in a boat 
and all of you are on the hillside, and Jesus would always get out in the boat, and he would talk to his people. He would talk to the people because his voice would carry over the water like a sound system, and they never had an FM radio. It's amazing. So this was what he would do. So in this time, Jesus decides he's coming out off the water, and he's going to go to a place, and he's going to go, and all the crowds are following, following him, and somebody comes up to him and says something to him, I got a problem, and Jesus addresses the problem. And this is what I want to read to you, because uh, when you get to where he was going and what was happening, he had a lot of people who wanted his attention. He had a lot of people that wanted his help. And this is what's really interesting with Jesus also is that he did not heal everybody and he did not raise everybody from the dead. But when he met them one-on-one, face-to-face, he always did something for them. And he was never in a hurry. When Jesus had gone across the lake, when he got out of the boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was at the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders came to him named Jairus, and he saw Jesus. He fell at Jesus' feet. And I'll tell you the story. He said to him, my daughter is dying. Will you come? Will you help? Now, the disciples were really excited about it because the synagogue, the church, wasn't really kind to them. And they were kind of on the outside. And the disciples were thinking, this is a really good way to get back into the church and get on the inside. If we, ha- if we heal, if Jesus heals one of the, his daughters and gets the religious leader on his side, we get back in. So on the way to this, the swerve happens. That was swerve number one. He gets out of the boat. I need you to go heal my daughter. Swerve number two is coming. He's walking through the town, and all of a sudden, a crowd gathers around, and the disciples are pushing people out. I got to get to where we're going. I got to get to where we're going. And then Jesus says something really strange and really important, and this is what he said. A woman had come through and had touched, and the Bible talks about the hem of the garment. She had come through because she had been sick for so long. Nobody knew what she had. Nobody to this day knows what she had. But she had been sick so long, she had been an outcast. And she came through, and she touched Jesus. And at once, Jesus realized that the power had gone out of him. Had gone out of him. And the crowd is like, who, who could possibly, how could he possibly know who had touched him? And here's that moment where I'm in a hurry to get to Jairus' daughter, and yet I have someone who needs me, and he stops the whole crowd, he stops everybody, because Jesus, his one thing was always one-on-one, face-to-face, who's in front of me, that's who I deal with. And that's what he did. He stopped, and she knelt down at his feet and said, it was me, I did it, I did it. And she was almost apologizing, and he said, no, your faith has healed you. You will be sick no more. Jesus was always prepared for the person that was in front of him. Wherever he was going, whatever he was doing. So let's ask this question for all of us. What would keep us from doing good? Do we not have enough time? This is what we used to talk about, right? (laughs) Do you have enough? And here's what I would say to you. It's not so much as doing good, but what, what what is the person you're trying to do good to? What do they really need? Jesus was great with that. A blind man would come and he would say, your sins are forgiven. Is that not what you want? No, I want to see. Jesus was always looking down the road. He was always looking at long term. 
What can I do, not just for now, but for later? How will it affect you? You may need food, you may need chicken, you may need toilet paper, I can do all those things. But in the long run, what can I do to help you? And that is where Jesus comes in. And this is why you have been left on this earth is to move the good because the good will never happen on its own. Somebody has to do it. Somebody has to bring it. Now you think about all those times when something was good for you. You think about how that happened. You think about where it was brought. And Jesus says, you are my children and I have repaired in advance. I have skilled you. I have crafted you in order to do the good things to good people, for good people, for the good, always. Because that is who we are. Because the difference is Jesus Christ changes their life, not just chicken. That's what you have to know. And we bring that to them. And may never know love until somebody loves. If whatever you want, here's the saying, whatever you want, you give it away. Face to face, one-on-one. Find out this week what good you can do. In the middle of all of our stuff, find out what you can do and what you can bring. Somebody's gonna do it for you. Let's bow our heads, let's pray together. Father, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the people that, that drive out. This is an amazing sight. We're getting more and more. You're just making this happen. We're doing what you've asked us to do, and we're gonna continue to do it. Father, thank you for the good that is happening all around us. Thank you for the good that people are bringing. I'm amazed every week of what you can do and what people can do because of you. Father, we do thank you for the opportunity to do what we're getting to do. This morning, I know there's a lot of people, if everybody in the cars, you just pray with me. I know there's a lot of people watching right now. I know they're everywhere. And this happens every weekend. I need you to know that that first part today was about you, that God wants you. He's not mad at you. There's no condemnation for those in Christ. His grace has been extended to you. All he wants from you is to believe that he loves you and have faith, and God will save you. If you want to accept Jesus Christ in your life and start your journey, pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and change me. Make me a new person. I want to follow you. I ask that you forgive me of my sin. Forgive me for not following you sooner. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead. Thank you for hearing my prayer and changing my life forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you accepted Christ and you've been watching online, that hand came out. Just accept Christ and we'll have people that will be talking with you and getting back with you. I'm so thankful that this is happening. There's so many people accepting Christ. I can't, it's amazing what is happening and the crowd today is incredible. Thank y'all for coming out. Listen, think about, think about one thing, and then we're going to blow the horns, okay? What good can you do for someone else? Now blow your horns. <laughs>